plan, protect, and preserve so you can have peace of mind. That's the motto of Steve Davis of Davis Wealth Management, your host of Your Healthy Retirement. On this podcast, we'll strive to teach you about comprehensive financial lifestyle planning, the importance of minimizing taxes, the keys to leaving a legacy, building an income plan, and properly managing your wealth now and well into the future. Joining Steve Davis are the hosts of Good Morning New Hampshire on 107.7 The Pulse, Peter St. James, and Pat Kelly. We're human beings, and, and emotion plays a large part of what we do every day, whether in our profession, in our family life. Emotions are part of it. But when you're dealing with cash, sometimes the emotions can almost cloud you. They can. So you want to avoid that emotional investing. And usually there are two major emotional drivers. Okay. One is fear. Right. Okay. Like something's happening. Like a, a president's about to go in. And then, so, so uh, you know. Real and, interesting. Let's just look at that one. Okay. Because right. that's what we hear a lot of chatter. Well, right yeah, we, because it's about the economy every time there's a big presidential election. Yeah. yeah. So look at what happened last presidential election. Great example. High emotions. Yep. Dow dropped overnight 800 points. Mm-hmm. Okay. After trading with Trump winning. If that had actually happened during the day. Mm-hmm. Okay, investors would have likely seen huge losses because it happened at night. Investors let it cool off. Right. And what happened was the market recovered really swift and finished at an all time high. Wow. So. But there was an emotional blast in there, wasn't correct, there? <laughs> correct. And you, you have to take emotion out of it and make sure you're seeking professional help and allow your advisor to guide you through these times. Mm hmm. I went and just got some information based on election years. Kind yeah. of interesting. That's how it's so funny. I, I, total coincidence that I mentioned that. Yeah. But that's but that's that is an emotional thing. It is. Yeah. Uh, and we hear it a lot. So since 1928, all elections that have happened since 1928, mm-hmm. there has been an 83% positive return in the markets. Isn't that interesting? Wow. Yeah. And the in all those election years, if you average the rate of return, eleven point three percent. Wow! Yeah. Now, now I'm not saying I'm predicting the future, right? Of what's right, coming right. down the road? Because obviously, history and past performances don't predict future they results. Never, they, they never do. Absolutely. But my point is this: don't allow your emotions to make dramatic changes. Mm-hmm. Now, one of the things we talk to people about: if you want to be a little more cautious. Make sure you know what your risk tolerances are and we can tone it down. So if you're a moderate mm-hmm. and you, you're a little concerned and you want to tone it down come the election time, yeah, we can tone that down to a moderate conservative or a conservative, mm-hmm. but you're not going to jump in and out of the market. And that's one of the biggest problems that people have. So I, I, I pointed out, you know, fear and then greed's the other emotional. Of course it is. You know, of course it uh, is. And I see that a lot mm-hmm. in people who've gotten older. They think they need to make more money. They don't think that they're in the right place or they're trying to play catch up. Wow. And they they're try- they start to get greedy. Well, I, 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 yes. And the fear does kind of figure in there too. Am I going to run out of money when I'm down there? But you, the greed definitely drives. Yeah, I know. It, it, it can drive people. So you want to make sure that you stay the course of the plan you put together and have an advisor guide you through that path and, and keep you on track and not, you know, I get a lot of phone calls and it's always interesting and it's, you know, you have to come up with some factual information about past history, right? but you have to also point out, look, I'm telling you this because 
this is what happened in the past. This is how it's gone. If, but I, if, if I know what's going to happen in the future, <laughs> I, I don't think I'd be sitting here. Right. Yeah, we, we'd all be together in an island somewhere. I know. Yeah, with the little <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so try, trying to keep people on course is a real part of our job. Right. And, and pulling the emotion away from it is a big component. You want to understand and stay focused on your long-term goals. Right, right. You know? And that, and again, again, when things happen, though, I know that's a hard thing to do in the moment. But you got to kind of almost get through these things. Yeah, you, you just power through these things on an intellectual level and don't let your emotions drive you. Correct. So the uh, saying you always hear: buy low, sell high. Oh, sure. Yeah. Well, that's actually the what happens a lot of times is opposite of that when people act emotional. Right, right, because they're not considering the, they're not where con- they are in the market. Right, and so if the market's here and it starts to drop and they're not comfortable, they're like, oh, "I'm getting out of this." Right, market's doing really bad. I'm getting out, but they're at a much higher point than they were previously. Correct, and then all of a sudden things come back. Oh, you know what? I got to get. I'm going to get back into. Well, it. yeah, I know, but then you, but you had gotten out. Yeah, and a <laughs> lot of times when they go to buy back in, yeah. It's back up again. It's getting right, right. So it's the actual opposite of, and if you allow that emotion to creep in, and, and I know it's difficult. It's hard. Well, listen, you've been doing this for years and years and years, and I know you've you've got to keep the intellectual over the emotional. But you, I mean, you you're passionate about what it is you do. It, has emotion ever clouded your vision? I'm not going to say it doesn't make me nervous. Sure. Okay. But what I've learned is stay the course. Nice. And not only with my clients, but with myself. Right. And over the long haul, mm-hmm. I'm where I want to be. That's great. Ha- have I seen some corrections and pullbacks? Yes, but that's just normal in the marketplace. It's part of the marketplace. So what people have to learn is that that particular money, when those things happen, we have to make sure that when we put retirement plans together, right. that it's not affecting their actual retirement. And that's the key component here. Ah. Okay. So if you're relying heavily on on one account or one thing right and you see market corrections pullbacks or even something more drastic than that right and that's what you're attached to and you're re, you need that money mm-hmm. emotion's going to jump in of course problem. it is of course that's, that's my money yeah that's, that's my the, money the, the fear yeah right and, and it can really derail a retirement plan <sighs> without a doubt mm-hmm. so staying the course understanding you know what you're in, mm-hmm. how it's reacted in the past to downturns, you want to look at that. Because again, because downturns, downturns have happened, but at least recently things seem to always come back. Even yeah. though we hear about these horrible, the occasional horrible days on Wall well, Street, bang! It two days later, it's we're, it, we're okay. We're okay. And, and remember, market cycles. Yep. Usually expansions are ten years plus. Sure, and we're into that. Right retractions mm-hmm. two years max i mean the average recession i last recession we had i think it lasted the average is like 17 months i think is the yeah. number they use 18 months yeah i think it was yeah, right right yeah 18 months so it's a it's a those periods even though they're shorter term they they push emotion higher sure they do people and the media doesn't help at all because they escalate people's behavior i know i know yes they do i know i know so you know, if you're in, if you're 55 and there's talk of recessionary recessions or pullbacks or drawbacks, mm-hmm. you're not going to make 
any rash, irrational decisions on. Or you shouldn't no. make any irrational decisions. No, no. And, and so age comes into it. Yeah. Well, of course it does, because the closer you get to retirement age. Or if you're in retirement <laughs> and you haven't put a plan together yep. and you're sitting there and let's hypothetically say your whole 401k mm-hmm. is in the market. Right. And you experience a 2008 event. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. And, you, and you're in it and you're in the pond right now. And yeah. Right. Uh, you know, and if you don't have anybody guiding you, you mm-hmm. may make emotional decisions that are not going to benefit you in the long haul. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you really want to, when we sit down with people, we kind of look at those things. We always look at those things as part of the puzzle. Mm-hmm. And I want to make sure that that puzzle fits tight together. And that when we put that plan together, we look at these things and we try to plan so that the impact is not as great as what the actual market drop is. Which can, if you set it up right, could pull people back from getting emotional during certain times or during certain situations. Absolutely, absolutely. And the other thing is making sure people are properly aligned with their risk profiles. So many people, and we've talked about this, Mm -hmm. come into the office, we look at their 401k plans and they may be 61, 62, 59, Mm-hmm. In that age range. And I'll look at it and I'll go, so you're an aggressive investor. And they'll go, well, no, I'm not. No, no. no, I'm, not. no I'm not. And I go, well, everything here points to aggressiveness on your 401k. Do you have other assets to re, you know, to balance it out? And that, you know, that's a question we have to ask. You of know, course. You have money yeah. in savings because that will balance out and reduce your risk profile because you've diversified mm-hmm. so avoiding emotional investing diversification becomes a key component sure it does okay. sure it does because again you you you've got a stronger foundation when it's spread out a little bit more correct correct you know? and, and it's not affected by well the when the market downturns actually come and happen right you're not seeing the there's the correlation is going to be less right exactly exactly i always tell people you know, you're most likely you'll get average rates of returns over time, pick mm-hmm. time frames. Really, our job is to have, try to figure out how to manage loss. Mm-hmm. Right. Because Cause it's going to happen at it's, some point. It's going to happen. Yeah, it's going to happen. So, you know, I'm not saying you're going to avoid it. Right. But it's the impact of that loss. And you know, can you kind of tone it down a bit? Mm-hmm. And that's what we try to focus on. Right. And again, as long as you're matching it to... Uh, the customer's needs and and their and their their risk profile. Absolutely, you know, and what they're trying to do with that money. Mm-hmm. And is all that money in one place? Is that a good idea? Maybe not. Right. Is it invested in one type of stock or mm-hmm. one type of option in, inside the markets? Right. Well, I've I've had some people come through my office and you know have held all GE stock. Right in their retirement. Plans. I worked for GE for years, and I got I, I, my dad retired from GE, and I, I, I get it. I get it. So they're my they're my stock. Yeah, and people who work for companies get stock options, which is awesome. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. But you're not going to make it. You know, the primary part of your whole portfolio design. Right. Okay? Right. Right. So emotional investing can have a big impact on people if they're not they don't understand it. Mm-hmm. It can create behavioral gaps in your returns because, right. you know, if you start making decisions on emotions and you look at whatever you're investing in and look at that investment long term, but you jumped out, then you jumped in, you jumped out and you jumped in and you say, hey, well, why did that investment, that's got a higher return than what mine is? Well, because you didn't stay the course. You 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 you, you jumped out. 
Yeah. For a little bit. And yeah. then you jump back in, put you in a different thing. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not so much jumping in and jumping out. It's understanding diversification in your portfolio mm-hmm. because there's always going to be ebbs and flows in the market. And, you know, a diversified portfolio, there can be things that are out of favor at one point in time in your portfolio, but things that are in favor. So right. you're trying to balance that, stu- that, right. that stuff out. You've been listening to the Your Healthy Retirement Podcast with Steve Davis of Davis Wealth Management. If you have any questions about what you've heard today or have a financial and retirement planning question of your own, don't hesitate to reach out. Give a call to 888-333-3818. That's 888-333-3818. Or go online to daviswealthmgmt.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever you get your podcasts. Just search for Your Healthy Retirement and subscribe. That way, you'll never miss a show. Also, be sure to catch Steve live every Thursday morning at 7.30 in the Concord area on 107.7 The Pulse. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC. BCM, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Davis Wealth Management are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents.